right. Last week, a TTC report revealed that they are losing uh, $73 million to fare evasion. And I said at the time that you need to ticket everyone. People that don't pay, you know, they got to go. Because they have to start putting their foot down. And I mentioned that maybe it's a good idea to take take the discretion from TTC's special constables who want to, um, you know, issue warnings. I'm going to take that back. I don't do this often, but I'm going to take back what I said uh, after seeing 12 seconds of this video that is circulating uh, from a streetcar and a confrontation between this guy that looks like he might have some uh, mental health issues and a couple of uh, transit uh, constables. It was taken on, I believe, Friday at about 7.50 a.m. on the 501 uh, streetcar on Queen Street near River. I thought it was the King car, but it was the 501. And the person who posted on Twitter said the officers allegedly approached a man, asked him for proof of payment. And then when the man tried to move in the opposite direction um, to kind of wave them off, there was mutual shoving and then punches and the he had also said that before the constables arrived on the car, this guy had kicked off his shoes and was yelling at people. Now, we I don't know anybody who has not been in that situation before riding on the TTC. It usually happens on the streetcars, not on the subways as much, but maybe that's just my own personal experience. But um, people get on and they have some mental health issues. It's obvious just by the way they're acting. But if you ignore them, and this is what this guy said... Um, which everyone did until the fair inspectors came on, that he wouldn't have probably been a danger to anyone. Because, yeah, he was yelling and kicked off his shoes, but, you know, he's kind of in his own world. Um, The Toronto police have confirmed that they've charged this man with two counts of uttering threats and two counts of assaulting an officer. And there was backlash immediately from TTC, uh, for the TTC special constables by a counselor, Kristen Wong-Tam, who said this is not how TTC should be treating riders. There needs to be a full investigation into the use of force, which is never acceptable. And um, they are taking this, this TTC CEO says they're taking it very seriously. The union wants the full CCTV footage of the incidents released in, in its entirety to the public. And I can see why. Very hard to have context within 12 seconds. Dave Perry is our... Um, 640 Toronto law enforcement analyst. He joins the show now. Dave, welcome to the show. I want to ask you off the hop here what your initial thoughts were. I'm sure you viewed this video. Yeah, I sure did. And I even spoke about it on Twitter over the weekend because unlike a lot of people that were very quick to jump and criticize these two special constables, I I took the other other road and I still do today. Um, What happened before they were in a position where they used force on this person. And I've been hearing all kinds of things, like the special constables were punched, they were assaulted, Mm -hmm. there were threats that were made, there were all kinds of things that uh, led up to them using the level of force that that they used. And you know what? You've heard it said before, use of force by police is never pretty. It never looks good on video, Right. But when you get down to the reality of what happened here, if these officers were assaulted by this guy, and first of all, we have to remember, once again, they were called to this scene. It's not like they were cruising through checking tickets. Maybe they were prior to this, mm-hmm. but they were called to the scene because of this person's behavior. Were they called That's by an operator? I'm not sure, but I do. I heard from several reports that they yeah. were called there. And here's the thing. Um whether it's a mental health issue, mm-hmm. uh, a drug addiction issue, or just simply an anger issue, whatever it is, you know, they have a duty and they have a duty to keep everybody on that 
on that train. Many people would put all of the, the, the examples you just cited under the umbrella of mental health. Um, let me ask yeah, you how this. How do we know that? That's, that's my big response. Right. Like, we can all assume, and we might even be assuming correctly that this was a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. But what if it wasn't? And what if they didn't do something? What if they didn't do their job? And they do have a duty to do what their job, which is to remove unruly people, mental health issues or otherwise. And what if this guy pulled out some kind of a weapon and, and either hurt them or hurt somebody else on the train? Okay, I want to stick I, with the what we know, because uh, the what ifs, we could be here all day. And I, I understand that they have to operate on, a, you know, within that realm of, okay, where could this possibly escalate to? But are they peace officers, the special constables? They are. Okay. Is it hard for cops to work when people are filming you? How difficult is that now? You know what, it's, <clears throat> it's probably frustrating, first mm-hmm. of all, because... In, in the days when I first started policing, nobody had this ability. And what typically happened is people would actually help you. Whether it was a mental health apprehension or an arrest, people would say, officer, can I help you? And Interesting. They, would le- they would lend you a hand. And this, it was, I don't know how many times I would finally get somebody in handcuffs after a fairly violent struggle. And uh, I was thanking citizens who stepped in and gave me a hand. That never happens anymore. So does that illustrate how, Yeah. oh, okay, you think it it doesn't (laughs) illustrate, because I was going to ask you if that illustrates, uh, you know, how attitudes have changed uh, towards law enforcement. But you think this is more, you think it's more about attention? I think it's attention and I think it's attitude. And I think that because of what so many people are doing and certain special interest groups, there's, there seems to be uh, people that want to make a sport out of demonizing police officers for simply doing their job. And especially if they're using force, what they should do is stand back and, <clears throat> excuse me, if they're going to do anything, they should pitch in and support them and help them. What kind of use of force training do uh, these TTC officers need, or do you think they're getting enough? They get the same as uh, sworn police officers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but the, here's the difference. They have limited options. They, they don't carry firearms. I don't believe they carry tasers. Everybody keeps talking about this mystery foam that was sprayed. Yeah, what was that? It's just pepper spray. It comes in two two forms. Is that so that the pepper spray doesn't go all over the the TTC car? It's just, it's localized. Contaminate the car, exactly. Same kind of stuff we used, let's say, in police stations. If we're trying to put somebody in or remove somebody from a cell, they become extremely violent. We use exactly the same foam pepper spray because it doesn't contaminate the rest of the building. So what, you know, you've watched the uh, video, you know that uh, charges have been laid, two police charges have been laid against this uh, passenger, two counts of uttering threats, two counts of assaulting an officer. What do you think is the big story here? Is it that, you know, we've got uh, counselors that are rushing to judgment on something that they only have 12 uh, seconds of context for, and that could be damaging for, you know, uh, how uh, TTC special constables do their job. Yeah, it sure could. And I thought their uh, comments without any facts other than a, a small clip from a video that certainly doesn't tell the story. I thought they were highly inappropriate. And I can't imagine being those special constables trying to do your job and you're in a violent confrontation with somebody and you've already got counselors and I think even the mayor talking about how disconcerting this is. Well, it's only disconcerting if they did something wrong and we need to see the entire video. We need to speak to witnesses and we need to hear what they're saying about all of that. And listen, I, I watch these videos as you probably do all the time. And what always, always amazes me is that they're the shortest clip. Mm-hmm. They show a use of force, which if it's not justified is an assault, but they only show the use of force. They don't show anything that led up to that use of force. And 
usually when you roll back the tape and you watch the entire video, you'll see that it wasn't the officers who escalated. It was the individual who escalated, and therefore they were placed in a position where they had to use force, and they were probably placed in a position where they were justified in using the amount of force that they used. Is there any reason why the Toronto Transit Commission wouldn't release the secured CCTV uh, footage for uh, the public's viewing? That's what the union wants. Yeah, and I think they they have a right to have that. We all have the right to see that. Who knows who's in full possession of the video? Maybe they just have the clip. But I'd sure like to see the whole video, and I'm guessing we would see a rapid escalation like happens. And let's, let's all make a huge assumption that this is a mental health or a drug addiction issue. Let's just say that we all make that, that quantum leap. And these, these situations go from zero to 100. And they, the ignition... But do they always have... But do they have to? Approached. Do they have to go from zero to 100? Because is there not a way that you can talk to someone and de-escalate? I mean, do we have to start concentrating on that? Because that is a big question mark if on training. Right, right place, right conditions, absolutely. But the problem is half the time when you walk into these, you don't know what you have. Mm. It's not like there's a psychiatrist on the train saying, gentlemen, let me help you with your decision-making process here. That's not what happens. You go over, you think you have A, and you go from A to Z, and it's, it's usually the individual. And listen, we could all understand if it's mental health. We're not being difficult. But well, the guy was taken off his shoes. Situation. Odds are high. Odds are high. Odds are high that he was high. Odds are high mm-hmm. that he's just aggressive and angry. There's all kinds of things that can happen here. I have seen, I've been assaulted myself for putting a parking ticket on a person's windshield. There's no mental health issue at all. These are from professionals. You I know, but and not to make light of the topic, but uh, I, I don't know anybody in their right mind that's going to take off their shoes on a TCC car. Have you ever looked at the floor? I've seen I've seen lots of people take off their shoes on TCC Ooh. cars, put their feet almost wrapped around the passenger in front of them. <laughs> uh, airplanes, I watch people walk into airplanes, bathrooms with bare feet, and I'm thinking, do you not know anything? Okay, touche, you got a point there. <laughs> You know, I'm going to leave it at that, David, but I really appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's just give these guys a fair chance, right? Let's see the video. All right. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Cheers. That's David Perry. He is our law enforcement expert on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.